It's good to be back on Search the Scriptures today. What a blessing and how encouraging it is to be able to open up God's Word together and study therefrom. God has provided us so much in His Word in Scripture. So many truths, so many instructions, so much guidance, so many promises and blessings. And what a great direction that leads us ultimately to heaven if we will live by his teachings. Now he also includes in there some corrections, some chastisements, even some rebukes. But all of that is for our good. All of it ultimately is to point us to eternal life with him in heaven. And what a blessing it is to have his word. We hope, we pray, that as you study with us each day and search the scriptures, that your knowledge of God's word is increasing greatly. That you're picking up on all of those rich truths, promises, all of that encouragement, all of those blessings, and that most important direction to eternal life in heaven. We pray for you. We really do. We pray diligently. And we pray that you will continue to study with us and that you will ultimately come closer and closer to God and then make that decision to follow God his way. It's good to be here today to continue our study with Dennis Stackhouse. Thank you, Gary. And boy, how important that decision is that you were talking about to turn our lives over to God and walk according to his word. That is, without a doubt, the most important decision that any one of us can ever make in this physical life. And as we've emphasized a number of times on the program, this is the case because it goes beyond what we know in this physical realm, beyond the temporary or the temporal matters. When our lives are right with God, we can be assured that there's a heavenly home waiting for us when the physical life is done. And that is something that will never end. I mean, praise God for the blessing he bestows upon us in this way and for the information that can get us to that point. Amen. Boy, we need to pay attention. We sure do. We really do. Mm -hmm. We're talking about in this particular study, Dennis, our spiritual heart condition. We are. We've laid a lot of groundwork talking about making the comparisons between how concerned we are about our physical heart health. Mm -hmm. And seemingly for so many of us, and I'm afraid for the vast majority of people, so unconcerned about our spiritual heart health. Right. If we can do the best we can with our physical heart health, mm -hmm. we're still going to die. We are. In a relatively short period of time. That's right. Because this life is temporary. Mm -hmm. It's of this world. Yes, it is. But if we don't pay attention to our spiritual heart health, then we can die eternally. Oh my, how horrible that is. You know, Paul pointed out in Romans 6 verse 23 that the wages of sin is death. And he's not speaking there about physical death. He's talking about spiritual, eternal death, separation from God. Too terrible a prospect. It really is. To contemplate. Oh, my goodness. And, and it has to do, again, with our spiritual health. Mm -hmm. Now, we go to the doctor. We have physical examinations on a regular basis. Many of us take medications to try to promote 
good health, mm -hmm. to perhaps treat disorders that we have physically. Mm -hmm. We'll take vitamins, we'll take supplements to try to ensure that our physical condition is good and strong. Right. And yet at the same time, so many people will give almost no attention, if any attention, to their spiritual health. Yes. And that's far more important. It really is. Far more important. Now, we're talking about spiritual heart surgery. Mm -hmm. And yesterday, or in our last program, we talked about the condition of our heart spiritually being the driving force in our physical lives. Yes. So our spiritual heart ultimately is readable, if you would, mm -hmm. through our physical actions. Yes, it becomes quite evident. Let's go back and read Matthew chapter 12, verses 33 through 37 briefly, and then move on from there. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad, for a tree is known by its fruit. Brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give an account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. So we see the condition of a tree by the product of its fruits. Yes. And if it's bearing bad fruits or no fruits, we know there's something wrong with the tree. Right. It was interesting. I remember visiting a museum um, kind of setting in the marsh country of South Louisiana many years ago. And there was a cypress tree there, uh, a pretty big cypress tree, I believe. Mm -hmm. And the cypress tree was dying, as I remember, and I believe I'm remembering correctly. And there was kind of a sign on it that gave a story of how a cypress tree dries. Mm -hmm. You can see that cypress tree outwardly, and it looks okay for many years, apparently. Uh -huh. It becomes diseased and dies from the inside out. Uh -huh. And so inside, it is deteriorating away mm -hmm. many times, and mm -hmm. you can't even see it. You can't yes. tell it. There's a problem inside. Yes. Well, we can look at a lot of people's lives, and sometimes we put on a pretty good show. <laughs> right. But inside, we may be dying spiritually. That's true. And certainly, if you see somebody living a life that is indicative of unrighteousness, ungodliness, mm -hmm. sinfulness mm -hmm. on an ongoing basis, well, that's indicating and a, a problem with their spiritual health. Yes, it is. A spiritual heart problem. Mm -hmm. So Jesus says in verse 35, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart. We're not talking about that vessel, that, that, that organ that pumps uh, blood through our blood vessels. We're talking about our spiritual heart mm -hmm. here. Out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. Mm -hmm. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth 
evil things. Mm -hmm. If you are living a life that is caught up in sin, don't try to snow people by talking about how much faith, how deep your love for the Lord is. That's baloney. Yes, it is. Your life indicates your spiritual heart condition. Mm -hmm. And if you're living in sin, then that indicates spiritual heart trouble. It does. Now, let's, let's go on from there and let's move to uh, Mark chapter 7. And how about reading verses 21 through 23? For from within, out of the heart of man, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile a man. It's not a flattering picture there. Not at all. And it really should be an eye-opener for every single one of us. It really should be. Think about all the things he's talking about, adulteries, mm -hmm. fornications. We're talking about sexual sin. Right. And that is so common uh -huh. around us today. Murders, thefts, covetousness, uh -huh. wickedness, deceit, lewdness, uh -huh. an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, uh -huh. pride, ungodly pride, foolishness. Yes. And he says all of these, and notice what he, how he calls them, how he classifies them, all of these evil things come from within and defile a man. Yes. They are indicators of spiritual heart disease. They certainly are. And so we need to, we need to start to pay attention to our inward person. We our really do. spiritual well-being. That's right. We need a checkup from the inside out. Exactly. When we're caught up in sinful practices, mm -hmm. in unrighteousness. Yes. In Luke chapter 6, verse 45, Luke's account also covers this very kind of condition. What do we read there? A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure of his heart, brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Boy, I think that last part, a lot of people would have been just as uh, uh, well off in their mind if that had been left out. That's right. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yes. That's true, though. It really is. It really is. You know, I'm reminded of something that the wise man said many, many years ago in Proverbs 23, verse 7. He said, for as he thinks within himself, so he is. And I believe that can be correlated to what we're speaking about here with Jesus indicating that out of the heart proceed either good things or evil things. I think you're right. It starts within. It does. What we do outwardly mm -hmm. is simply a product of what we are inside. Yes, it is. We cannot 
live sinfully. Now, I'm not talking about making a mistake, committing a sin, stubbing our toe momentarily. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about living a lifestyle that mm -hmm. is caught up in sin. Right. We cannot live that kind of a lifestyle and still claim that, oh, but I, I really, I've got real deep faith. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm there with God. You know, we're just tight. Yes. No, you're not. Not at all. In fact, in Second John verse 9, John tells us that whoever transgresses and does not abide in, live in, live by the doctrine of Christ, the teaching of Christ, does not have God. That's right. Very clear. It is very clear. Mm -hmm. Very clear indeed. Now, let's look at another passage here. Matthew chapter 5, verse 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. That says a mouthful. It certainly does. One of the, uh, part of the Sermon on the Mount, mm -hmm. uh, one of the Beatitudes there. Right. Blessed are the pure in heart. Why? Well, we might say there's no need to tell us anymore it, but, because it's a good thing. But he goes on and tells us, they shall see God. Yes. If there ever should be a motivation to want to be pure of heart, that ought to do it for us. It really should. Because we want to be with God. Exactly. We want to be with God. That ought to be the motivation. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, that, that stimulus right there. It really is. <laughs> yes. Should be anyway. Yes. Well, let's look at another one. Romans chapter 10 and verse 10. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. This is looking at it from the positive perspective. Right. Why does a person give their life to Christ? Why does a person confess their Lord and surrender to him in baptism for the remission of their sins? Why does a person become a Christian, in other words? Mm -hmm. They do so in order to attain salvation. Yes. Freedom from sin. And that's where their heart is. That's right. That's where their heart is. Yes. And so somebody who keeps pushing away from obedience, mm -hmm. keeps putting off becoming a Christian, keeps kind of keeping the Lord at arm's length because they say they're not ready to make that commitment yet, mm -hmm. they're not right with God. Correct. There's something wrong with their heart. There is. They have a spiritual heart disease. Mm -hmm. And they need spiritual heart surgery. They do. They really do. Mm -hmm. Now, we're not talking about some instrument that cuts into the, to the flesh. <laughs> we're not talking about that physical organ. We're talking no. about our spiritual being. That's correct. That's right. And... The instrument, if you will, that reaches that is God's Word. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, it is referred to as the sword of the Spirit yes. in Ephesians chapter 6. Yes, it certainly is. The Hebrews writer talks about how it cuts to the marrow and is a discerner mm -hmm. of the thoughts of the heart. Yes, actually in Hebrews 4 verse 12 there the writer said, for the word of God is living and powerful 
and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Yes. Power in that word. There is for a fact. And of course, Paul says that the gospel, which we can understand as the word of God in a broader sense, mm -hmm. is the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes. Yes, he Romans did. Romans 1 and verse 16. That's right. Dennis, let's go back to the book of Proverbs. And let's turn to chapter 4. And we read some instruction here that goes along with what we've been reading in the New Testament over the last uh, several minutes. Now, if we, we go, we begin with, chapter, uh, with verse 20 of, of Proverbs chapter 4, and we can read on down through the end of the chapter, verse 27. Okay. How, does that, how does that read for us? My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Now, let, let's stop for a moment there. Uh -huh. Give attention to my words. Right. Okay. God's word. We need to give attention to God's word. We do. We need to not let them depart from our eyes. Now, that's not saying we walk around every day with a Bible in front of us. Mm -hmm. But we need to keep reading God's word. We do. And we need to keep those teachings in our mind. Yes, indeed. In fact, in the forefront of our mind. They mm -hmm. need to guide our daily lives. Yes. And it's interesting. He says, keep them in the midst of your heart. Yes. Because... That will produce in you, if you'll let it, good, healthy, spiritual heart. Mm -hmm. That allows our lives to bear, to bear the good fruit out of a good heart. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, go on, beginning with verse 22. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Boy, they are, my words, my sayings, life to those who find them. Right. Now imagine that person who has a spiritual, rather has a physical heart condition, and the doctor prescribes a certain medication, and as long as they take that medication, they're okay. Mm-hmm they would not stop taking that medication, would they? If no. they're in their right no. senses. And if they're, they're paying proper attention. They're probably not going to forget it either. Yeah, right. As right. we do with other things. <laughs> so God says, hey, you keep my sayings. You keep my teachings uh -huh. in your heart. For they are life to those who find them. And then he says in verse 23, keep your heart with all diligence strong word there. You need, to be, you need to be paying attention to your spiritual heart condition. Right. Go on with verse 24. Put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or the left 
Remove your foot from evil. Pay attention to how you're living your life. Mm -hmm. Now, Paul addresses this same principle and concept in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 and 16, when he says, walk circumspectly. Yes, that's right. And that, that's the same principle that the wise man is laying out here in Proverbs chapter 4. Live by God's teachings. Yes. Keep your heart with all diligence. Mm -hmm. And boy, it's really impressive in verses 24 through 27 there when he talks about put away from you a deceitful mouth. Uh-huh. Pay attention to how you talk, in other words. Right. Put perverse lips far from you. You're, let your eyes look straight ahead. In other words, keep your focus mm -hmm. and ponder the path of your feet. Pay attention with how you're walking, where you're going, what you're taking part in. Let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or the left. In other words, stay on the right path. Mm-hmm. Now, that's walking circumspectly. It is. With great care. It is. And it's also walking that narrow road that Jesus speaks about in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. Exactly right. And what a great application mm -hmm. you made there. Walking that narrow road that leads us to heaven. That's right. Leads us to heaven. Yes. People wonder why their spiritual lives are in disorder. They're not paying proper attention to their spiritual health. Right. To their spiritual heart condition. Yes. Now, here again, we see the prescription, don't we? At least part of the prescription. Mm -hmm. And that is to stay focused on God's teachings. Exactly. Stay focused. Keep them in your mind. Put them in your heart. Mm -hmm. And let them guide your lives on a daily basis. Well, great information. It is great indeed. instruction for all of us. And for our friends listening today, we want to encourage you. Think about your spiritual heart condition. God's word can turn it around for the good. Why not contact us right now and ask for that free Bible study? And it is exactly that, free. And it is also a true Bible study right from God's word, right from scripture, and learn how you can have a healthy spiritual heart. We hope to hear from you right away.